2: My talkers, we're hanging out with Julia. She is back in studio with the one and only...
1: Which
2: half of our crew is here today?
1: Whitney, you've been pulling the heavy, li- lifting, doing a lot of shifts around here. You know,
0: not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> Some wear oversized jackets. That's uh, it.
1: No, I've had a blast. I, 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 thank you for filling in for us. You're I think, so dang welcome. I don't know if we've said it on the air, but I know that Lori has um, sent out. You know, she posted her dad passed last Thursday. And yesterday was the funeral for the zipper in Duluth. So we went up there yesterday. Um, you and Casey
0: drove Casey together. Casey and I
1: drove together. and um, Which
0: is Lori's husband. I'm yes, sure. and my brother. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I've never... What?
0: No, I'm sorry. Huh? I'm just
1: kidding. And... Oh, the funeral was so lovely. The zipper would have loved it. Really I mean, was it lovely. So many people showed up. Did and it, it like the family felt super supportive. Oh yeah. And they really you know, um my tech posted something um about the zipper dying too. Q posted something and boy, they really felt the love. That's, that's You know all that mattered. And it was really sweet. Mm-hmm. And so many people thank you for all your postings on um Instagram. It really touch Lori and her family and she'll be back tomorrow. Her dad had a, um, a funeral service yesterday morning. And then, um, today he was being built, um, being interned at the military, um, cemetery up there. Up that Duluth, was really yes. far away from where the funeral was. So mm-hmm. they decided to do it in two parts and had the military salute. Yeah. And left yesterday after the mass, you know, the military's there and, I don't know what they call it when they do the gun salute. Twenty
2: one gun salute.
1: Yes, that's today. But yesterday, it didn't look like twenty one. Okay, but maybe um, it's three times, and that means twenty one. Three times seven three players. Times. Three yeah. times seven guys. Then, it was
2: probably seven guys, three shots. That's the. Yeah. That's
1: it. And um, then they played taps, and it was. And did Lori give the eulogy? She did, and she just did How'd a great she job. Yeah. She was great. You know, we were, like I was so
0: nervous for her. Some for some weird reason. She's,
1: you know, it's it's you know we I thought she'd kill it. I knew to, but I was, you know. Yeah. Lori and I, and worked together since the early 90s. And one of our earliest things at work, because we had to do public speaking and both of us were terrified we could talk to anyone, um, but not be up in front of them on a stage and talk to them. It's so tough. One of the things that they always said is look for someone smiling. Yeah. And so yesterday when Lori went up there, I moved over a seat because the tallest person at the funeral sat right in front of me as they always, I always do like, like barn on yeah. every theater, <laughs> so- everything, but this is always, this is story. You, of yeah. You unfortunately and I just get said, stuck with that every time. I kinda, and you know, so many people came in from out of town to support Lori. It was really lovely. That's and, awesome. Um, so I moved so she could see me and I just sat and smiled and she just looked at me the whole time. I'm like, I got you. And it was really Good. heartfelt. And, um, the zipper, you know, he was something. He's a and, part of the show. Yeah. He really is. I mean, he's legendary. Yeah. He was something. And as a dad, and and you know, Lori's had her parents for so long. I know because they had her when she was. You know, they were very young, mm-hmm. young parents, and but so yeah. It's just
0: it's so when somebody that big in your life goes, it just seems too big to be real.
1: It's sad, and and I was just sitting with her and her sisters and everybody afterwards. I'm like, you know. It's a toughie. Yeah. yeah. It's a toughie. So, anyway, she just wants to thank everyone for her support. Brittany and Grant, thank you guys for covering for us. Like mm-hmm. you've pulled through and everybody else who's it's, come on to support us.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. And it's always yeah, funny so. when somebody says thank you for when you do something that you have a blast doing, but you are thank so you. welcome anytime. Yeah. I always feel you guys do so much, especially for me. Can I speak for Grant? I know that they do so much for you too. 100%. And so it was just cool to be able to help out. Yes. towards you at all. I mean, I don't know how many times that me and Grant come in with whatever problem and you're like, okay, hand me the uh, tangled up necklace. Here, let me get this off your face. Mama bear over there for sure.
2: Absolutely. I'm so glad, yeah, yeah. they felt supportive. To add to that, Julia, both you and Lori... And you know, Julia, the conversations we've had lately. Yeah. You guys have been in my corner, and I wish Always. I could have been up there for yeah. the funeral. I know, and I, I know. a lot
1: of people wanted to go, yeah. but I'm like, no, you have to work for us. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that's what no, I kept you, saying. I, you have to work I for was us. Like, and I'm, yeah, I'm just
0: glad she yeah. felt supported, because that's oh. all... Totally. Yeah, that's totally nice.
2: And I'm glad that you let me have Brittany in. For, yesterday was so much fun with Brittany and Friday when she was in and Patrick and Grant Whitaker, everybody that is, else that also came in to help us. Shannon, your friend Shannon on yeah. Friday, everybody that came in throughout these last few days to help us get through it, helped me out as well. So I thank all it, of you.
1: It only took 40 of us to fill both your guys's shoes. Get out of here. And, and now tonight, is tonight a Jackpot drawing or is it Tomorrow.
2: The, oh, oh tomorrow, the is, yeah, tomorrow. The third, tomorrow is
1: over a billion, billion. Third largest ever in this jackpot history. So it means that the five that I bought last week weren't winners because I'm too lazy to go look and see if God I won. God forbid you check that, that extra. I feel stuff. like they're going to tell you the ticket was sold in, you know, Woodbury, Minnesota or something. So I don't even bother. Yeah. But there are other ways to win that you should look.
0: You, that. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Still to have the ticket. Today, yeah. It's like you can just get a few of them right and you get... Just casually a couple million. so uh, Just
1: casually. You might want to you know, ch- take a looky, Lou. Just cash. Okay, so any, anyways, just Lori's coming back tomorrow. And really thank you, everybody. And um, that's yeah. all I have to say on it. We're going to take a break. And a big, big movie. You know, Barbie premiered. Some people went to it last night. And Jason's going to talk to us tomorrow about mm-hmm. that, amongst other things. And then Oppenheimer premiere. For industry folks, is tonight, and I'm going to that, and but because of the strike, Christopher Nolan, the director of Oppenheimer, the movie, is the only person who can do press right now. Uh, so when we come back,
2: is that because he's not an actor or a writer? He's he's a director. Directors that he's a director. A little loophole. He's right a director. There. So yeah. he
1: is. We're going to hear from him, and this movie. Oh my word! We'll <laughs> talk about when we come back and stories we can't get enough of. Lori and Julia here with Anne Tressler of Tressler Law. Here's an interesting question from one of our listeners, Anne. She wants to know, can I stop my spouse from divorcing me?
0: Well, the simple answer is no. <laughs> because we're a no-fault divorce state and you don't need a reason for a divorce, if one party wants a divorce and the other does not, the divorce will move forward. Unfortunately, these are things that you have to deal with, and that's when sometimes we're dealing with the emotional aspect. We have a lot of clients where we have to work through that to get to the point where they're understanding and engaged to get to a good settlement and accept what's gonna happen. Since she didn't want the divorce, can she make her spouse pay her attorney's fees? Not necessarily. The basis to ask for the other party to pay your attorney's fees is legally under need-based or conduct-based, and both are established on a case-by-case basis.
1: Boy, there's a lot of details with a divorce, and so this is why you should go see Ann Tressler. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword, divorce. Okay, so, um, Oppenheimer comes out this Friday along with Barbie, and and Grant's yes. got the double ticket for the weekend. You're going to Barbie. I'm going to Barbie on Friday. Mm-hmm. I
0: the idea of doing two movies oh. in a day yep. is not not my not
1: especially my especially when the Oppenheimer movie it's three hours, and I'm actually going tonight with my son, and I'm he'll not nut jealous. Me. I'm jealous. That'll I'm, be fun. What does, that does it start at? Seven. So it'll be a late night for us.
2: Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. going to be a ten o'clock ending at least. Oh yeah. But see, I got an hour and a half, almost an hour and a half between my shows, so, and it's at the EP Mall. So I'm yep. just going to go out to the food court, oh, there you go. get some food, go through Shields a little bit, Perfect. and then come back for some Barbie action. Perfect. Hey, yeah.
1: Maybe so I'll maybe I'll be there, then uh, just come see you, Chris. Days. Okay, so here's Christopher Nolan sitting down with Savannah Guthrie this morning on the Today Show. And just a couple things about Oppenheimer. This is based... Um, The movie's been adapted from a Pulitzer Prize-winning book called American Posthumous, The Triumph and Tragedy of J. Robert Oppenheimer, who developed the atomic bomb and the morale morale issues around it. And um, there's a lot behind this movie. So here he is telling um, Savannah Guthrie kind of why he's there today. You're here because... The
0: actors are on strike, the writers are on strike, yeah. and they had to, just in the middle of your Oppenheimer premiere in London, they walked out. What was that moment like, to be ready to show your movie to the world, and then this happens?
3: It was it was a bittersweet moment. I mean, we were all there. We were very fortunate. We had the opportunity to somewhat, you know, celebrate the film. The actors were all there to support. Uh, but then when the time came, they had to down tools and and go off in support of all of their fellow actors and in support of the writers as well. It's, it's an important moment in the industry. Uh, the business models have been rewritten by the companies we work for, and it's time to rewrite the deals. And uh, hopefully, um, with everybody unified, that can happen as quickly as possible.
1: I should mention Comcast, our parent yep. company. Okay, so he um, is a director, so that's how he can do promotion. Okay, so he's not part of the AFTASAG. Yeah, and so he um, is going to kind of tell us here what drew him. Because Christopher Nolan, he did the Batman, the Dark Trilogy, which were the best Batmans as far as I'm concerned. And he also has done many other movies. He did Tenet. He did... um, inception many other movies and oh. he's at the top of his game
2: and yeah and a lot of people literally will go he's the kind of director where you go see his movies no matter what it is even if you like the subject just because he is such a 100%. good director yes, yeah. he's that type of director yes. he did
0: yeah also he did inception yes. i don't know if you said prestige Interstellar, dunkirk i mean it's just oh, yeah. all the huge ones yeah he's
1: brilliant
2: he's so- got a style that's like his own and like no other and I'm sure we'll see it in this movie tonight, or you will see
3: it tonight, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So
1: here he's talking about what drew him to doing this movie. Yeah,
3: the subject of this movie. Okay. Well, I, you know, for me, Oppenheimer's story is the most dramatic story I've ever encountered. It's as simple as that. When I learned the fact that leading up to that Trinity test that we just saw the, the moment before, um, he and his fellow scientists couldn't completely eliminate the possibility that in triggering that they might destroy the entire world but so they went ahead and they pushed that button anyway and that for me that's the most dramatic situation i have ever heard of it,
0: it, it raises so many questions moral questions i mean to yeah. say nothing of how you visualize the actual um the the, the bomb the detonating of the bomb mm. which by the way people should know if you're going to go see it this isn't cgi <laughs> you were very intent on making sure this was as uh, raw and experienced as it could be for the audience.
3: Yeah, I think raw is a good word. We wanted imagery that has beauty, but threat to it. Computer Mm. graphics tend to be, they can feel a bit anodyne, a bit safe. Um, That's why they're tough to use in horror movies, for example, Uh, but finding, challenging my team to use real methods, some of them microscopic and tiny, some of them absolutely vast. Uh, That I think gives the imagery the bite that it needs.
1: And he's been a big proponent of not using CGI in all of his movies. This this is his thing. And that's
2: also, to that very fact, yesterday I read an article that he is no longer going to do any type of superhero movie. No, he's done. He's done because he's just anti Mm -hmm. the CGI, the special effects. He wants his true art to come out in, you know... As yep. if you're looking through a glass window.
1: And this is his first movie outside of Warner Brothers, who he was with for decades. Yes, a long so time. So he's with Universal. Mm-hmm. And um, he talks about, you know, he wanted to hand deliver the script to the actors. He thought no one can play um, Jay Oppenheimer besides Cillian Murphy. Mm-hmm. And we know him from Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Yeah. Yes. He's an Irish actor. He's got the best cheekbones He's got in the mystery of the world. Trouble. I would bite them for uh, days. Yes. I would
0: bite them for and
1: days. And so he talks about, you know, hand delivering it. And he said he was staying at some town, in, some hotel in Dublin, gives it to Cillian. Cillian reads it a couple hours later. She's like, I'm in Matt Damon admitted in his marriage counseling with yes. his wife when they went through marriage counseling because his wife's like you
2: need to retac- he talked
1: about kind of being depressed after a bad movie that mm-hmm. he was in and how when you know you're in a bad movie he would get blue and his wife would drag him out of it yeah and they kind of went through they went through couples counseling and and he's like talking about slowing down spending more time and he's like okay unless unless <laughs> Christopher Nolan wants me to be in a movie. Yeah. So that was their condition. Emily Blunt, Emily Blunt talked about being in this movie. and after She plays she,
2: Kitty Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yeah. His wife. Mm-hmm.
1: And Florence Pugh is his mistress. Yes. And his wife says that she, well, Emily Blunt said after she was done, she's taking a break. Yeah. Well, now literally she is taking a break because <laughs> yeah, the right? actors are on strike. Look mm-hmm. at that, Matt Damon. You got what you wanted. Yeah. And then other things about the movie are that... um, Robert Downey Jr. That's
2: what I wanted to say. Did you, when he talked about, you want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah. Do you mind if I no, talk about I this? Cause I mm-hmm. love Robert yeah. Downey. And there was this whole thing that Robert Downey Jr. Talked about about a week and a half ago, how he's kind of over the Marvel thing because he spent a whole decade playing mm-hmm. Iron Man. And he was worried if he had lost his touch in acting and, and in this article or in this interview, which we're not going to play this clip, um, Robert, or Christopher Nolan says that Robert Downey Jr. did such an amazing job playing Lewis Strauss that he's almost unrecognizable. and to Robert Downey Jr that's when he knows he's doing a good job when it takes a few seconds for someone to say oh my gosh that's Robert Downey Jr and mm-hmm. when you see it it is hard to tell that it's a really older version it looks kind of old and skinny and mm-hmm. but yeah it's cool to see Robert Downey Jr outside now of Iron Man and that was i thought that he, i love that he brought that up because mm-hmm. that and was kind of cool
1: yes and the movie is shot in IMAX it's 11 miles long
2: <laughs> yeah let's hear this right okay. here she kind of brings that up to him and
1: And I just have to say, I know you want, if people can see it on IMAX, they should. And Mm.
0: there's a video on Instagram that I saw. You didn't see it because you don't have a smartphone, so let me just show you. But here you are with the actual (laughs) IMAX (laughs) IMAX film. So (laughs) how long is, you said it's like three miles long or
3: something? Eleven miles. Eleven miles? Eleven miles long, 600 Mm -hmm. pounds. It's it's a big beast. Christopher Nolan, thank you so much. Wow.
0: Like, I don't, what do you, your brain can't fathom that. No, I know. Well, we
2: can't even truly, in Minnesota, we can't truly experience that film we don't have a true IMAX that can do the Dolby and the 1170 millimeter. Now we got, we have the size of the screen, but it doesn't have. So the only one that was like that in Minnesota was the zoo. So you can still see it in IMAX and you're going to get as close as you can to that version of what he's talking about. But unfortunately here in Minnesota, there's no true IMAX theater to carry that 70 millimeter film and have the sound like an IMAX theater would have at the same time.
1: And he said that, um, you know, the production cost was around 100 million. It's a fraction what you make pay for, to make a Marvel and a DC say, movie. I was going to say,
2: minimal now.
1: This goes to show big spectacles and monies always don't solve everything. I mean, he's more of a problem solver in yeah, his Yeah, but movie. let's not act like this isn't an,
0: a, a huge amount of money.
1: But compared to what?
2: But compared to 235? Like Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, not even Marvel, cost $240 I know. million dollars to make.
0: I'm just saying, if he would have capped it at like at 2 or $3 million, you can make a comment well, like that. But there still, an, $100 million.
2: I would say, not try to to argue here but like if it would have like been a 70 to 80 maybe like 2 to no movies are made for 2 to 3 million. million Okay, stop okay.
1: it You have 2. Go to your rooms. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Okay, basically. Um so the thing <laughs> that he also said about working for Universal Pictures is they didn't want he said you cannot interfere with my vision of this picture um and when it gets released and they're going to release it here's the deal focusing solely on movie theaters and nothing else for the first 6 weeks and I bet it lasts longer. Yeah. You know, but Way it's longer. a three hour movie. Yeah. You know me. I'm a 90 minute girl. Well, you're going tomorrow and I think you're gonna going to be. Thro- I mean, tonight you're going to into be in tomorrow. Thro- I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Be, yeah. I'll wait to you guys if I can't make it in. It's really interesting. I um, you know it's going to be so good. Well, and I watched a special that MSNBC did on um, Oppenheimer. The man, obviously, uh, the creator of, you know, the brilliance behind whatever you call it the atomic bomb yeah it's really interesting his life and um this was really it was a moral question because they talk about this trinity test and that's the point where they think we could the whole world could be gone after we push this button. so that that moment i'm sure is going to be unbelievable in the movie but it's it's interesting to learn more. It kind of makes me want to know more about Oppenheimer. We'll learn yeah. a light, lot tonight, but this yeah. book was a Pulitzer Prize winning book that it's based on that I bet is going to be amazing.
2: From what I, I, yeah, sorry, go on. Oh,
1: no, 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 no Great, you go.
2: I was just saying, from what I understand, this is going supposed to give us like a better idea of what it could have done and the impact. And it's supposed to really open our eyes to the history of it rather than yeah. what we know it as. It's just sure. the bomb that ended the war. There is so much more to it than and then that. this
1: when this was happening hitler was already defeated yeah um other things were going on that were already done you know and then we go ahead and japan had entered the war you know and it, it's it's fascinating it's going to be fascinating
0: you can't even believe the amount of confidence that christopher nolan has i mean it's 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 impressive it's so crazy that he says nobody interfere with my vision that in itself and then he barely puts out a trailer for this and and we can do no promotions and he knows this is going to be amazing. Like, how crazy is that?
1: I've already read some early. You're, if there's a media embargo till after ten tomorrow morning, I can't wait to hear your oh, review. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm it's going so to be excited. I'm definitely excited. I want to see Oppenheimer. I just got to find three, three hours, hours yeah. of spare time. Okay, when we come back, we're going to hear about the new treetop trail at the Minnesota Zoo. Yeah. We'll be back. Mm. This is Lori and Julia and My Tough. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, learning Rx is where we highly recommend you go, your children go. If you're struggling with the basics, learning how to, you know, your kids learn how to read. They, more, the number one reason people go to Learning Rx is to learn how to read. And that that is based on a one-hour assessment test that your loved one will take at RX. that really tells you what is happening inside their brain. It's eye-opening. Why aren't they able to pick up reading? Are the sounds not making clear sense in their brain? Is it because they visually can't see, recognize sight words? Is it because they can't remember what they just read in the long term and the short term? They attack this. They've got science behind it they can teach you to learn how to read and open up the pathways in your brain to learn how to learn joey can finally read this testimonial he has confidence in himself wants to do well, and show others he's smart learning rx was the best call them today to set up your one-hour assessment
0: Hey everybody, it's Laurie and Julie on my Talk 107.1. I've been working
1: with a defiant child here. <laughs> I told her not to talk yet, and look at what she does. She okay. I love that. Hey gang, we are um, delighted we have Jamie Flaws with us. And Jamie Flaws is the project manager, which was a project to get this to happen for the Minnesota Zoo Tree, tree Top Trail. That's a hard one to say. That's a hard one to say, Jamie. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. It is hard to say. You just have to try it on a few times. Yeah, it's like tree, it's like teeth. T-cubed. You know what, just call it, yeah, yeah, love the tree, that. The tree okay, so this has been, this has been a while and it's finally going to happen. Have you been involved since the beginning, Jamie?
5: Almost the beginning, Yeah. Wow. So, um, they, they had the design concept and a little bit of money raised and then uh, I came on board to, to help kind of bring this to, to be.
1: This is, well, we're, we're so delighted. So the problem was there was a monorail that used to be in place at the Minnesota Zoo. And then that went, that just went by the, because of many reasons, I'm sure it just didn't happen anymore. And yep. then you had this beautiful
5: above ground trail. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly it. And you know, the zoo had a existing monorail system that kind of it lived its life, right? You know, monorails, people movers were a thing of the past. They really uh, were. And that, Yeah, (laughs) And then, then, um, you know, the cost became too much. And so we had this huge infrastructure that, quite honestly, was going to be more expensive to remove and more disruptive to remove um, from the zoo grounds. And and we're a conservation organization, a sustainability organization. So what better way than to repurpose it into a treetop trail and, you know, make it a welcome new experience for all of our guests?
1: Well, we are so excited (laughs) We're so excited. I'm having so many sound effects around here. <laughs> so I'm going to fart next.
5: Time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamie, good. But then we're
1: going to say... Jamie, yeah. I'm just teasing. We're, Jamie. we're being silly here. But this is so exciting. It is
0: so exciting. Jamie, what animals do you see from this? Because it's, it's over a mile. Like, what do you get to see? All Like, yeah. are we checking them all out? Or what specific pens do we look into? You know
5: what? You're going to be surprised at just how many um, existing animal habitats you can see. Uh, so you will be able to see some of the bears. You will definitely see uh, the bison and the pronghorn camel. Cool. The tiger loop is spectacular from up on the trail. Just nothing like it. Um, you can see caribou and moose uh, and a few other of our animal habitats. And then we have brought um, a new animal collection to the Sheetop Trail. There are our kind of Minnesota animals. And so they'll be um, those will be like porcupines and uh, kestrels or some Minnesota snakes and uh, we have a little baby raccoon and possum and then you'll see all of the Minnesota native wildlife. So part of this trail actually is over the really developed areas of the zoo, and part of it is over the undeveloped areas of the zoo, where you're stepping on a lake that you have never seen before, and, you know, you're seeing turtles and woodpeckers and herons and all of the Minnesota native wildlife that is here on zoo grounds.
1: Okay, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Jamie Flaws, and we're talking about the world's longest elevated pedestrian loop that is opening Friday, July 28th, in the morning at the Minnesota Zoo on World Nature Conservation Day. Here's my question. How can you see a snake from 32 feet high? Are you going to have
5: bins, like, up on the trail? I don't have that good a vision. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. You you wouldn't be able to see a snake from that high, at least not one that I want to see. <laughs>
0: yeah,
5: same girl, so, same. So, uh, yeah, so some of our, you know, our animal, um, our our animal behaviorists and specialists will be working with these animals to bring them out on the trail as nice. part of test experience, right? So that'll be new, that'll be additive, and then because this. Trail was the old monorail. It was actually part of the vision all along to be able to view our animal habitat from 32 feet up high, or in some cases, it comes to ground. Um, So some of it is just wide open viewing. So you can definitely see a tiger um, from up here or, you know, one of the giant brown bears. You can definitely see from the trail quite well.
1: I just think I think it's so cool the tree top trail the tea t- you nailed it your
0: tree top <laughs> trail
1: I so I <laughs> yeah. think it's so cool. Do you think? Okay, so it's going to be a year round attraction, so you oh. can see beautiful, obviously fall colors, summer right now, and then it's going to be open in the winter, and someone's going to
5: plow this. Well, they're not going to plow it, uh, but we do have snow maintenance plans. Uh, okay. So- uh, our, you know, our friends at Toro donated and we we purchased additional vehicles that are, you know, special for the trail. And they have blower attachments. Nice. Um, kind of snow blower, but much more delicate. And we'll just clear the snow from the trail. That's awesome. Is it
1: a wood plank trail? I mean, kind of from the pictures, it looks like it's wood.
5: You know, it's not wood. The renderings initially showed kind of a wood-like Treatment. We actually went with a recycled milk pro or milk jug product. Oh. Um so, so it, it's actually made here in Minnesota. It's made by a company called Tangent in Worthington. So a lot of Minnesota companies, a lot of Minnesota product on here. So it's recycled again. We're a sustainable organization. and that, That's just a, a perfect product for us. So Jamie, you said it's very
0: accessible to all. Are we talking like I yeah. can rock the stroller, right? Like I've got a giant yeah. stroller and that bad boy can handle it, right? You
5: definitely can. Yeah, we were very intentional creating a trail that is welcoming for all, all abilities. Wheelchairs, strollers. Strollers. Um, You know, if you may not need, you may not need wheels, but you might again walk with a cane or, or, you know, you might have a, a slight lift. So the beauty of this is that, because we are using one product all on the trail, it is 100% even, unlike when you're out maybe in nature and you're in a rocky setting or, you know, grassy setting. Here, you can really access it. In addition to that, every single access point onto the trail, and there are four, um, is ADA compliant. So we have either a slow-slipping ramp as a way to get up and down in the trail, or there are elevator banks. So at um, two points, we actually have elevator access up onto the trail as well. Oh, cool. This is going to be, I'm really excited. And this is included with your
1: zoo um, admission price,
5: right? Yeah, it's included. It's just, you know, it's a great, great new experience for our guests.
1: Um, Congratulations, Jamie, to you, because this has taken a while to to come to fruition. And congratulations, because I know... You guys all, and you particularly worked very hard in making this happen.
5: you know we we did it's been you know about about five years in the making, but again, we had tremendous donors and uh, great cooperation from the state, so it really shows you what what can happen when you know public and private come together, and there's a lot of good ideas and, and a lot of hard work at the table. Awesome. And, and Jamie,
0: I heard also that you promised everybody that if they go on this trail that no animal will be sleeping. Is that correct?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: we'll We'll see about that. Oh, gosh. And it won't rain. It won't. Yeah. Also, you promised amazing weather, (laughs) and I will not
0: get sunburned.
5: Do
1: you have any grand opening things happening the weekend of Friday the 28th?
5: Yes, we sure do. We uh, we will have a media event and a ribbon cutting on that Friday morning and then we will welcome our guests up onto the trail about 11 o'clock or so. We've got some fun little surprises um, for them planned all through the day on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, and then we have some uh, celebratory events on that Friday night and Saturday night for our donors um, and our construction and design partners who have really made the, the trail possible. So, Lots of celebrations, something for everyone in there. Um, you know, again, our tickets are on sale for, uh, you know, for that weekend. If you want to come out and experience it, you know, just go to minnesotazoo.org and and you can get a ticket.
1: I feel like this is going to be a new Instagram backdrop.
5: Ooh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I wasn't going to
0: go, but now I will for the she gram. Will, and the
5: TikTokers. Yeah. There are, some, there are some great shots, and in fact, um, one of the things that will be really fun over the weekend is we have a virtual mosaic um, screen, so people can take selfies, they can customize them with their treetop trail look and logo oh, and, and you know, some of the animal icons, and then you can actually post that out to social. We'll put it in our digital mosaic that we're displaying here as well.
0: So, I'm thinking, like, if I come, you know, and I for sure want to hit this up, like, for my look, should I go flowy skirt? Should oh, I go listen. oversized <laughs> leg? Like, what are we feeling for the treetop trail?
5: Yeah, you should really wear maybe a wreath of, of tree. I I love. Love. there you go. Jamie, you go. I look
0: so good in tree. wreath of tree. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh Jamie, this is exciting and congratulations because I remember when we did our project down in Dirty Minnesota Zoo. It was being talked oh, yeah. It was being talked about, you know, like this is going to happen, this is coming. Yeah. And, and so it's it's really cool. And remember everybody, it is such a great place the Minnesota Zoo to have a membership to when you can just yeah. go in and out all the time. Such a great family spot. That, so. that membership is clutch if you got a little one because then you don't feel
0: bad if you go for 10 minutes or 20 or stay for four hours. You can just stop by all the time. You guys, is, I love the Minnesota Zoo. We're big fans.
5: Well, thank you. We love you. We're, we're a big fans of you. Oh, no. <laughs> Brittany, you're oh, so lucky. Jamie.
1: Jamie, thanks for your time today. And again, the Minnesota Zoo Tree Top Trail opens up. Friday, July 28th. It's uh, it's the world's longest elevated pedestrian loop. Oh, and on top of that, it's over a zoo. What a great, what a cool combo. thing. I know, Combo. Thanks, Thanks, Jamie. All right. Thank you so much. Yep. Take care. All right. When we come back, I don't know why, but I feel like one of these silly scams I'm going to fall for one Same. of these. Same. So every time they announce a new one, I'm like, okay, I got to tell people about this. We got to tell people about this. This one is... This one could happen to anyone. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about it. Equity. Oh, my gosh. Um, let's talk about getting to the airport. And that's something we're going to be talking about when we come back. But their flights are down, people. So it now might be a good time to book your summer, fall, and winter travel because that's happening. But in the meantime, if you're going to the airport, you need to be prepared. And go to mspairport.com It is your resource for absolutely everything. You can pre-book your parking, which takes so much stress off people, plus save money. It's simple. It's easy. You get a QR code. There's three different types of lots available. You can pre-book your through a new program at a terminal two called MSP Reserve, and you can pre-book when you go through security, which takes all that stress out of it. More information at MSPAirport.com, And go early. Enjoy yourself before you go and take in all the wonderful shops that are there and the amazing food and the art and people watching and everything else that's fun that happens at our great airport mspairport.com. it's a barbie world and it'll barbie girl and there's so many fun things barbie oh, uh, I know. the barbie exhibit at the mall of america is here today oh, cool. only i think it leaves tomorrow Oh, so just fun. check it out but i saw ted and jason show out in the barbie world at uh, mall of america he's so funny it was so funny so, go check that out. Yeah,
2: that's cool. And
1: there's so many fun Barbie things happening around the Twin Cities, too. So, just there's a lot happening. And we're the Barbie My Talk. Aren't we Barbie Talk? We're Bar- the most, you're, This we're
0: going to get all your Barbie info here. Barbie Barbie. Barbie, Barbie. Barbie, Barbie, Barbie. Barbie.
1: Okay, so I heard this this morning and it's kind of random because this happened to people. Uh, the profile on Good Morning America about this travel scam happened to people leaving out of New York City Sunday night. Okay. And my son was leaving LaGuardia out of New York Sunday night. They had a torrential downpour in New York on Sunday. All bets were off. Everything was canceled, you know, blah, blah, blah. So my my son is delayed on this Delta flight to get in from LaGuardia. And a friend that came in for Lori's dad's funeral was on the same flight. Yeah. So that's happening. And then this guy's at a JFK because flights are being canceled. And you know when that happens, you're thinking, why don't I have a travel agent? Yeah Right now, that can rebook me. Who do I call? How do I deal with this? Everyone's everyone's doing it at the same same time, time. and I don't want to be the last person in line. I know. So here's the story.
2: All right, here we go. Oh, that's not hit play. There we go.
4: Millions of people have been there. Your flight is canceled. You've already paid a lot of money and you want to talk to customer service immediately. But what we have learned is that scammers are targeting these exact kinds of vulnerable customers and they're not just putting your flight at risk. They are also after your money and your identity. Shmuley Evers was in a jam Sunday at New York's JFK Airport. With his Delta flight to Florida canceled and a line of passengers already at the help desk, he Googled a number for Delta customer service, called what he says was listed, and got an automated prompt. There was like two options, like, is this for this airline, that airline? I'm like, that's weird. If this is Delta's number, this should be just Delta, which was, looking back now, already a little bit strange. He says the call dropped and then a different number called him back, asking for his name and flight confirmation number. But then he claims they tried several times to get his payment information and he noticed too many red flags. I asked him, he's like, oh, I'm in Rochester, New York. It's like, how far is that from New York City? He's like, yeah, it's about two hours. And
1: that's a red flag.
4: <laughs> so I'm like, OK, that that's not the way it is. Delta tells ABC News in a statement, whenever we become aware of an alleged scam targeting our customers, including in this situation, we immediately conduct an investigation. Using the facts gained from an investigation when able, we can then address each unique situation as appropriate with the necessary legal means at our disposal. Now, this would not be the first time would-be scammers attempted to target unsuspecting airline customers. Kathleen Marcosi says she tried to Google her airline's phone number to rebook a flight, but the person the person on the line told her it would cost $400 and even sent her a document to sign from an unrelated company.
5: I said, I'm not signing this. And he said, you have to sign it or you're
4: going
1: to lose your flight.
4: This year, the Better Business Bureau Scam Tracker has received nearly 200 reports of these types of scams, many involving operators posing as airline employees, rebooking or canceling flights without refunds, and even using images or logos of valid companies. Experts say if you suspect it's happening to you, first contact your bank and then the real travel company.
1: I love that. First contact your bank. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, I'm but this, it's just happening. it's just the way the world is right now with technology. It's, I know. It's just kind of seeping into all areas of your life. So I just really and this is want people to be careful. That's such good advice, and I think a
0: big thing, a, a good advice they're kind of touching on is get the app. And use the numbers from there because it's real it's really easy to fake a website or to throw a phone number somewhere. But if you have the app that has the website, like you know that it's really hard to fake an app. But it's
1: so hard to find a phone number. I know. And all I mean True. it's hard to find a Ain't home that number. The truth. But yeah. I just think as a precaution, I have it in my contacts. Delta's yeah. numbers. You don't want to
0: Google things like canceled flight phone number because that would be a really easy search engine for somebody scamming mm-hmm. to have. Like the key is is you they're you're contacting them with this fake number and then that's when they're queuing off all these things. Yeah. Like you're the, now part of this mindset of they've lost, you know, chaos is ensuing in your life and you're mm-hmm. calling a number. So
1: be careful people. Oh, I know I it's, just, so, it's just so gross, but it can happen to any one of us. Absolutely. So That's why I just always, think, I know Let's I, let's keep that in check. I think that's
0: super great advice. There are total moments where I have these moments where I go.
1: Yep. That, that could get me if I. I don't I, even open things that I. I'm, I think, I'm <laughs> worried. I'm worried because they, you know, like I should open it, but I just don't even touch. I'll, them. I'll text you guys
0: sometimes, mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, this picture you sent me, uh, <laughs> can I open it? Um, right. I did get a really uh, easy one the other day that felt felt like a lob. Felt like they weren't trying very hard. It was a picture of somebody's. It was a message on Instagram, and their their main picture was them with a giant like billion dollar check. And oh. then in the message, they said, hi, Brittany, it's me, uh, Emily. You see this big check I won? I just can't possibly spend all this money. Can I give you
1: some? Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think I'm going to fall for this one I, that today. That one's kind of obvious. A little more on the yeah, obvious Do side. something better. And and I was watching. So um, I gave her my bank think, info. I hope so. And gave her all your credit cards, yeah. too. Um, Thrifty Traveler, Jared is on with Jason on the Jason Show a lot. Yeah, today, yeah, yeah he was saying that you know one of the most important things right now is you if you're not signed up you get a gmail account and sign up for google flight tracker because if you book a flight and pay something your google flight tracker tracked tracker will notify you if that flight has gone down and you can canceled cancel yeah no if it's gone down in price so okay. Just oh, okay. I thought you were trying to say no, when, no. Like, if it's gone it down, crashed. In price. I was this like, is just no. This is something just yes. for all travelers who buy tickets. Completely. Make sure that you sign up for Google Flight Tracker because then you can go and cancel it and rebook it at the lower price. That's awesome. Agents don't like doing this, but it's your it's your. If you're if you're you aware of it, you can yeah, utilize. Yeah, in some that. cases, it's big deal. So anyway, just that's a really good. Tip. I thought I thought so too, and all that watching the Jason show. Yeah, Sun Fox 9.
0: Okay. I got a really good tip the other day that if you're traveling with little kids, um, if you're traveling with little kids, instead of utilizing the we should all if you if you have two two adults and the kids, yep. instead of going what's get all the you can board early, you have one adult board with all the stuff and get the seats all ready and go sit there, and then the other adult Run around with the kids as much it as possible to the coffee. last call, that. and then all of you join there. I, love
1: that. I thought that was a great idea yeah. too, because kids don't want to get on any earlier than they need to. No,
0: and so it's funny because you automatically think, well, we should use this, and it's you can kind of divide and That's, conquer. I love it. I,
1: I love. it. Look at it. us, You're just so smart, handing these. Where are you tips going? On. Are you going to Europe tomorrow? Me and Justin,
0: do? I do want advice from well, you and our listeners. Like we haven't even done a honeymoon; we were going to do it in twenty twenty. We got married 20 uh, right at the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. And so we were going to do a big old honeymoon 2020. And then of course never did Portugal. And so that's what that's your advice. Mm-hmm. I want somewhere warm mm-hmm. and I want it to, I want to swim
1: Portugal, Spain and Portugal. Okay. That's what I'm sending you or okay. Vietnam. You decide.
0: Okay. Well, lots this- of
1: choices. No, but I think Spain, I really want to go to Spain and Portugal.
0: My dream in this world is to spend one night on those like, over the water, infinity pool. Not even infinity pool. Like over the water, like it's over the ocean or over the sea. Where you in the bungalows that are? Yes. The, the and I know they're, are, they're insane. They're in Bora, ba- Bora. Bora,
1: that's a long. They're also
0: in Jamaica. There you go. Um, which is more affordable than, than you Bora want to do that? Just like one night, yeah. Because I know they're crazy expensive. But like, I have the idea of like sleeping out there, and then mm-hmm. like
1: I don't know what that a is. Tent over water.
0: Uh, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? Get an air mattress <laughs> and call it a day.
1: <laughs> we'll help you set. Up. We'll get a, one you. of those little pop up dents and get you going out on the lake.
0: Why can't I do it tonight?
1: Done. Tonight. <laughs> you're Oppenheimer. Uh, I've got my vacay dreams. There we go. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk.